Welcome to Weird Faith. I'm Phil. I'm Scott. And I'm Josh. And we are so excited to be with you for our very first episode. We're finally doing it. Yep. It's happening. So excited. So every time we do this, we're going to have a host. Phil is going to be our host this this week for the podcast. And uh, so Scott and I are just showing up ready to talk through whatever Phil brings us. Just like you normally uh, do. Just like normally we don't do anything else. Yeah, we do not (laughs) do do anything. We just piggyback whatever Phil's doing. We're riding Uh, his coattails. uh, (laughs) We're counting on him to bring us success. Uh, Yeah. And money. Yeah. And, you know, we'll play games and we want to read the comments of things that you guys share with us and uh, be as interactive as we can with you all. And, um, you know, Phil's going to have a topic and we're going to... Goof off a little bit, talk about some some cool facts and things like that, and then we'll get into our uh, weird faith application. Yeah, absolutely. So today, the topic is sharks. Who wants to go first? Josh, Scott. Well, I... Oh, he got it. Wait, you want to go first or you don't? You're going first. Oh, that's not it. Yeah, so Nose goes... Unless you want to do something. No, I'd be thrilled because actually I have a gift for you guys. What? You didn't bring a gift. The most underrated candy I think I've ever had. Peach ring. Shark gummies. Oh my. Shark gummies. Oh, right. So we'll set them on the table here. We can snack on those. Blue raspberry that they are? Uh, Yeah, I think it's like blue raspberry. They got like a a unique texture. They're Mm. really delicious though. Fruity, chewy, sweet, and sour. We got them all. have any... Pieces of shark in them. Let's see. Yeah, made with real sharks. Made with yeah. real sharks. Absolutely. White yeah. gra- uh, grape juice from concentrate. Huh. Yeah, Thank no, you. They're, you're the they're, best. they're chewy for a reason. We'll share yeah. these. Awesome. Yeah, so um, I have some interesting shark facts. There was a lot. And I, I love Shark Week. You know, I, I like tuning into that stuff when it's on. Tuna into it. Tuna, Tuna into, into that. It. Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, Anyway, I, lo- I love looking at shark facts. I found some some things that I thought were cool, but I wanted to kind of lean in first to a would you rather. Mm. Okay. A would you rather. So we did this would you rather with the youth group not long ago, mm-hmm. and I just am still baffled at some of the answers I got. Uh, so here was the question, and I'm mind you, I'm asking a bunch of 6th through 12th graders this. Uh, would you rather fight a grizzly bear on land, right, mm-hmm. where grizzly mm-hmm. bears live? Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Or a shark underwater. Mm, yeah. Well, let me go ahead and just turn it to you guys real quick. What do you think? So, I think, me personally, if I was going to fight one of those animals, first off, I need to know, like, what did I do to them? Like, is it my fault? Did I, you know, do something to their family or something like that? You made that, a really insulting remark to their families. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, I'm... I know that it. I'm to blame in this scenario. Typical. Right? Yeah, yes, that's happened. You've got whatever's coming for yes, a reason. right, right, right. You, you so it. I'm going to be more comfortable in my native habitat, which is not water, surprisingly. Hmm. Uh, it is actually on the land. Oh, really? That's where I'm going to feel the most comfortable. So, so, I, so you do live on land? I do most of the time. Okay. I do take my you know bubble bath every night promptly at 6.30 p.m. 
throw in some bath bombs and uh, you got we, a rubber duck you like a lavender scent or like a stress relief scent what do you eucalyptus yeah yeah uh Jasmine. also i have this one that's uh pork chop flavored oh nice yeah oh. and uh really just takes you there nothing beats a savory bath right that's great i think it's called a soup <laughs> <laughs> But that would be my answer. So you would go grizzly bear. I would go grizzly bear because I don't want to fight anything in the water, regardless. Yeah. So my logic goes, we took Sadie for like swim lessons Mm -hmm. and she's three. Mm -hmm. I don't think I'm much, I don't think I'm that much better than her at swimming. Right. So I think my best chances would be on land where hopefully somebody else is around that I can just outrun that person. Right. Yeah. That's the key. And not look back. And you're probably not going to outrun a grizzly bear. But you probably have a better shot, right? right? Yeah. The gap between us and a grizzly bear is probably, I mean, it's its big, but it's not quite as wide as the gap between me and a shark in water, right? right. So that, that's what I'm thinking with, yeah. with Phil is, hey, I'm at least on my home turf. Yeah. If I'm fighting a grizzly bear, I know how to you know, mm-hmm. run, use my legs. I might flail at it, and I'm probably not going to do anything. But I think I have a little bit better of a shot than... I mean, doggy paddling through water to try to get away from this shark. But don't they also tell you that you should punch the thing, like punch a shark? Yeah, but that's the problem with it, right? The arrogance Mm -hmm. of these middle schoolers, these seventh grade boys who are looking me in the face saying, nah, man, you fight the shark. Sharks are so easy to get rid of. (laughs) When it swims at you, you just punch it in the nose. It's the entire like Like, plot of Jaws. It's easy to get rid of, right? right. Dude, have you ever tried tried to punch something underwater? Never. Uh, All right. This is what it looks like. (laughs) Dude, a full grown great white shark swimming at me. There's no way I'm landing a punch. I don't even think I could punch Phil right now with a lot of accuracy. Do it. Should we try it? Do it. I can take a punch. But so so just to uh, give our audience a little bit of perspective on what it would be like to try to fight a shark in the water, which absolutely would be harder and more terrifying. So uh, this year when I was watching the Shark Week stuff, mm-hmm. I learned about the short fin mako sharks, and they are just fascinating sharks. Uh, they are the fastest shark. Uh, they can swim consistently at about 32 miles per hour. Wow. And even in some bursts at like 45 miles per hour. Shoo. So moving that fast in the water, and then you got to think about how big they are too. Mm-hmm. They can get to be about seven feet long, 300 pounds heavy. Uh, to give you a little perspective of what that would be like swimming at you in the water, we have on the screen. No, I forgot it. Picture oh, this. <laughs> you ready? <laughs> Picture this. Is. This is my bad. A shark uh-huh. with the size of. There oh, there is, there it is. He does hey. have it. Wow. It's Sharkeel O'Neal. Okay, right? Wow. Or if you live in Boston, you don't have to mix the two. It's just a shack. <laughs> it's, just a- right? it's a shack. So, <laughs> a shark the size <laughs> of shack swimming at you at 45 wow. miles per hour. I'm not punching that thing in the nose, yeah, and I'm right? not yeah. winning against it. So, they also say, though, that the way to fight a bear is to play dead, to not fight it at all. But that takes an incredible amount of faith in the altruism of this bear. It's your word <laughs> to, for the day. Yeah, altruism. Look it up. Uh, but that well, that's it, a weird in, word. <laughs> <laughs> that it's inherently good and wouldn't mess with a dead body. Like it knows the laws on, you know, messing with, uh, you know, something that's deceased and yeah. it stays away from it. Have you ever Supposedly. seen uh, The Revenant? 
No. Leonardo DiCaprio. Didn't work there. So, and there, (laughs) I I think at first he was trying to play dead, but then I think, like, he legit just couldn't move at all. So, it kind of helped him that he had been maimed and injured so bad. So There's a story uh, of uh, a person. So, this is the other tip they say, is if you're in this fight and there's no way you can get out of it, is you would shove your fist all the way down their throat, past their teeth. You learned that from Tiger King, didn't you? I, no. <laughs> but they... Learned a lot from that show, but not this. <laughs> you punch it all the way down his throat. And then, uh, recently, there was a man that did that and then bit the bear's throat and killed this bear with its bare hands. It's it's bare, bare hands. hands. Yeah. So he had bare hands. Yes, he had so bare hands. That helped. Level the right to bare arms <laughs> and then also had bare hands. Yeah. That, see, that levels the playing field too. We have bare hands. Right, so. right, right, right. Wow. <laughs> so uh, is that it? Yeah. All right. Yeah, let's, let's go. To, so go mine on. takes you back to like early 2000s. Do you remember the movie Finding Nemo? Mm. So our very beloved shark, remember his name? Bruce. Bruce. And what was his mantra? Fish are friends, friends, not food. food. So when he first meets Marlon Mm. and Dory, he talks about this beautiful bond that he clearly sees with Marlon and Nemo. And he expresses his remorse because he never met his own father. Yeah. Well, fun fact or sad fact, great whites will never meet their biological father Mm. because they actually are fully developed by the time they are born. They're in an egg within the womb, normally eating their own siblings in the womb. And then when they're born, they are actually a full, mature, great wife. So, wow. so there's no need for the dad to be around. Right. Not teaching him how to hunt, not mm. how to eat, none of that. It's already ready to go. Mm. It, it kind of makes the whole like That's Baby Shark scary. song pretty depressing. Right. <laughs> like Daddy Shark is not around. Oh, right? man. Isn't that, isn't, that, isn't that terrible? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. They should remake the song. Right. Take, take that part out. Can I ask a question about that song real quick? Yeah. So when did you first hear Baby Shark? I heard it a lot when I worked at Highland, which is okay. a psych facility near here. I did right. therapeutic recreation activities with kids. Was it before or after it was like really famous though? I want to say that it's been like a camp song for a long time. Thank you. Right? Yeah. Any of those of us oh, who ever got like church camp yeah. or like 4 H mm-hmm. camp, that song's been around yes. for decades. Right. Mm-hmm. No, that was like f- three years ago for me. Really? I think was the first time I'd ever heard it. And I'm wow. Sorry. And I'm you sorry could, that you... Yeah, that's, been, I can't believe I've... <laughs> Been neglected that song all my life. We'll sing it to you later. <laughs> I heard it enough it. in like two weeks yeah, oh yeah, working there right, yeah. that I've just heard it enough for a lifetime. So As a dad, like, I thought I'll never sing that song, and now it's like daily. Oh my goodness. Yeah. We changed it to Safety Shark. Just to, oh, yeah. that's nice. That's I bet nice. she loves that. She does. <laughs> so here's my I got a couple facts here. One is that biologists say that sharks never eat people on purpose, it's always on accident. Right? But that, I'm not sure that would matter to me. So <laughs> no, that doesn't, you're not any more innocent. Because, oh, sorry. I've I been attacked by a fight. shark, but I'm not going to hold it against him. Yeah, no, I'm it was an accident. My child. Right. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he didn't, didn't do it. Everybody makes mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if, back to Scott's fact, if they mean to eat their siblings mm. when they're. Google that. Yeah, uh, right. I, I might do that. Who knows? Huh? so the other fact is this and i found this is pretty weird that scientists how they age sharks is by counting the rings on their vertebrae like a a tree tree, right yeah 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 so they have these 
you know, bands around their vertebrae. And so if a scientist wants to know how old this shark is, they, I guess, rip their spine out. And, <laughs> and it's kind of Saw like, half. right. Yeah. <laughs> All you'd have to do is say, Hey, I didn't mean to. Right. right? Yeah, That's yeah, what the yeah, shark yeah, would yeah, say. Yeah, right, right, if right. it ripped My your bad. spine out. <laughs> oops, so oops. Didn't know what I was doing. Not my nature. Yeah. So, but that totally just changes the whole dynamics of this shark's birthday party though, is, you know, how old are you? Squonk, you know, yeah. cleaver comes down. <laughs> yeah, I mean, shark birthday parties too. How do you even light the candles on the mm, cake? You can't, that's true. You can't do it. That's true. You can't blow it out. You can't. All right. Now forget that fact. I uh, I messed that up. <laughs> <laughs> so here's you know here's what we're dealing with. We're dealing with sharks, and here's the reason why. We are going to be talking about the ocean. Drop down there in the comments if you love the ocean. And then I can try and convince you later on why you're wrong. Mountains are always better. Mountains, lakes, waterfalls, all that. Better than the ocean. So much better. The, the ocean is just constantly trying to get you out of it, yes. right? The sand, the salt water in your eyes. The tide is kind of pushing you the back. The tide is just pushing you out and it's saying, go away. Get yeah. out of here. I I love the ocean. Wow. So I love drive being at the beach. Like 10 hours just to go squat in the sand. I have done that multiple times squatting. in my life. Yeah. <laughs> I don't do squats you wear, though. You can, you can bring a chair. What's that like muscle beach? <laughs> <laughs> I don't go to do my squats in the sand. No. But I do bring chairs and I, I do love being in the ocean. So, mm. uh, but I, I grew up in Georgia, you know, a few hours away from like Pensacola Beach, Panama City, and we've got family there. So, um, yeah, I love the water. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to convince you otherwise. No. I, I don't have a lot of great, you know, points why you should change your mind. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I mean, the nice thing to know is that with the way that environmental situations go, and there's probably not going to be beaches much longer anyhow. So that's what they say. Yeah. No. I don't know. Mountains. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but here's what my point is this last summer, we went to the beach in Florida and we kind of arrived at like two or something like that. And so we had a little bit of time. It kind of was, you know, by the time we got out to the beach, four or five o'clock, kind of getting dark. Uh, so Tori and I were just walking along and the kids uh, were out playing in the water. I think Noah had gotten to the point where he was done with it, but we're just walking along the beach and, and see these clouds far away. And, it, you know, it was pretty cool looking out there. Uh, and all of a sudden, we hear this, help, help. And Tori's dad uh, was in a situation where he was panicking. He felt stuck. Uh, the waves would crash in over him and he would get lifted up from the water and being kind of dragged out to sea. But then for a little while, just a second in between those waves, he was able to put plant his feet back down and that gave him an opportunity to, you know, scream out for help. So we're at wow. first thinking that, you know, it's just... He, uh, you know, he's messing around or something. But then we see Chloe is floating away from him as well. Wow. Oh, my gosh. So, as any good dad would do, I grabbed a boogie board and I ran out in slow motion uh, to save my daughter, right? Baywatch. And, yeah, Baywatch. exactly. Yeah, I can yeah. hear the music. Some people stand. <laughs> and I'm... Did you go change into like the red lifeguard trunks and everything? <laughs> grease up, grease up your abs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> so I get out there. 
somebody from the beach kind of helped Tori's dad get back in somehow. But I get out there and Tori, or excuse me, Chloe and I are stuck too. And and it's we're just getting sucked out. I'm able to put my feet down for a little while, but we're still getting sucked out. Well, then Tori was able to flag down some of the uh, lifeguards. They pull up in these red trucks. And here's what happened. We have a video of it. You can see it. Uh, here's the truck pulling up. And this is that, is that her dad at the bottom? Yes. Yeah. It, and uh, oh, there um, he goes. But yep, there's yeah. him running. It's, there goes Hasselhoff. Just, there yeah, he is. Exactly. And he is. Whoa. He is ripped. He's got his <laughs> pontoon thing, and uh, he just cruises Die. out there. Dude, they do have a way of moving with urgency, but also kind of slow motion at the yeah, same time. Right. This <laughs> guy could beat like, up a shark. I'm going to get there quick, but I'm going to look great doing it. Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. So he's coming out to rescue us. Once he gets there. Uh, he, I'm still holding on to Chloe and, you know, making sure that she doesn't get away, but he just pulls us. I held on so to the, you now. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that's you and Chloe there. Right. That's me and Chloe out there. And he gives us this pontoon thing and I'm having trouble even holding on to it because of how hard he pulls it. And I, I didn't feel like I even saw him again after he, uh, just started swimming. Wow! Right there, you can see how much it's pulling us out because he's wow, going yeah. hard and can't, uh, you know, can't make much progress. But I mean, he's making way more progress than I was making. Uh, we'd have been out a mile and a half by now. Is that Noah? Uh, Noah's down there. Yep, yep. Yeah, dude, he is killing it right there. Wow. So it's pretty scary. Uh, Chloe, you know, has kind of a little bit of my personality in those type of situations. She's just like help. Uh, you know, uh, things are great and kind of <laughs> laughing the whole time. Uh, but, and she was, she was kind of, uh, not panicked or anything, but, uh, I love, I just noticed that he lifted up his, uh, pontoon thing. I guess that was the signal that everything was okay. Or he just was like, he was summoning applause. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Pumping. Well, that's the terrible thing now is people are gathered all over the place and, uh, they're checking to make sure everything's okay. And I'm just embarrassed at this point. Uh, I had went out there. I don't even like the beach to begin with. I had went out there to save my daughter from getting, you know, eaten by a shark or something like that. And now I got to come in to this big crowd of people that's looking at us and uh, just, you know, I've got my shirt off. I don't feel great about myself already. <laughs> and standing next to this 22-year-old dude that's got more abs than he's supposed to, I think, uh, physically. And uh, anyhow... Uh, I'm embarrassed. And so I'm like, Tori, let's, we're okay. Everybody's okay in this situation. There's a crowd of people that's crowded around. Let's get out of here because I don't want any more uh, interactions about this situation. I want to just get out. I'm embarrassed. So we kind of are walking out to the parking lot and people all along the way are talking to us about it and just saying things that are real helpful. Like, yeah, you got to watch out. Can't play games. <laughs> so helpful. Right, yeah. Or Gotta respect the water, gotta, man. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> or or you should have checked the flags. And I did. We checked everything that I could figure out how to check. Uh, there was no warnings or anything. Um, you know, it was a little bit cloudy. Didn't really seem choppy, except for apparently in this one area. 
I, even there was a guy later that said, hey, yeah, we should have told you that uh, that section right there has some type of like vortex in it or something, and it was going to pull you out. Oh, thanks a lot. I can't dude. stand those people. I know, right? Seriously. I, I'm only helpful afterwards. I could have told you that. Now that this happened, <laughs> let me tell you how to avoid death right here. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> Next time. Yeah. yeah. Or, or everybody wanted to say the whole like, we got to swim parallel to the beach. Like, dude, I was just trying not to die. I didn't have a lot of like directional, you know, aspirations of where I was going <laughs> to go. Dude, I'm not going to lie. With us starting with the shark facts, I kind of thought you were going to say like a shark like saved you. Oh, that <laughs> like just showed up yeah. and was like, hey, buddy, <laughs> up on my back. <laughs> Narwhal style. <laughs> Take you to the shore. Because they would choose to do that. They would never harm you out of Not on purpose. They're, They're not purpose. malicious. Right. They love right. people. <laughs> they love people so much. <laughs> they want to get real close. Yeah. <laughs> Give them lots of smooches <laughs> with all those hundreds of teeth in their them. mouth. Yeah. Right. Doesn't work. So anyhow, so we're walking out. People are giving us all these tips about how things are better. I'm just embarrassed as I'll get out because uh, I just got saved like a little baby uh, <laughs> by this dude. And uh, that was the moment right there that I realized that I'm no longer young, right? Like this is my midlife crisis. That was the moment. Is uh, all happening at once. I realized that about you a long time ago. Well, the right hair in my beard. <laughs> I've only known you a few years, but. Uh, <laughs> you already knew. You already knew. You can tell. But uh, so anyhow, so we, we leave, go back home and get some food and things like that. I'm like, all right, nobody knows about this. It's just a bunch of people that were in Florida that, you know, I'm never going to see again. Right. And then I get a text with that video. That's where that video comes from, was one of my friends that I used to work with in Georgia texts me that video and said, hey, dude, is this you? No way. (laughs) Dale, Doppler Dale Prather, uh, one of the pastors I used to work with in, in Florida loves weather, and he was just watching the weather and it for kicks uh, in Florida, just seeing what was going on, and saw this video, and he recognized Noah running across the beach. And uh, That's impressive. I know. I mean, yeah, I don't know how close yeah. he watches I, these videos. Honestly, watching the video, wouldn't have been able to sure. tell as you guys. Well, Dale knew it from... Dale's also a tall man, and maybe uh, they, you know, keep an eye out for other uh, future tall people. They have some type of <laughs> yeah. Noah's a pretty tall kid. Yeah, he's getting there. That's it. Size twelve shoe, and that's uh, Dale has like a sixteen, I think, or wow. something. Wow. Yeah. 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 So, anyhow, him and Shaquille O'Neal, you could put Dale's head yeah. there. Yeah, no, we should have put guy. Dale on it. Yeah. He's a big guy. Too. Pretty comparable to a short fin makeup, right? So. Yeah. <laughs> Equally as fast. He he also is absolutely. Fast like that, so. Anyhow, so now now somebody I know knows about my most embarrassing day ever. And now uh, we all know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now you know. And that's why I, uh, you know, this was on Twitter. That's where he found me is on Twitter. And people underneath this are saying dumb things like, uh, you know, I can't believe these idiots putting the life of these lifeguards on the line by not paying attention to the rules. And I'm like, dude, we were just at the beach. I didn't even want to be there. And, you know, it just You're getting trolled. Right. And yeah. really, let's not forget, Phil is like dad of the year for immediately <laughs> jumping out there. Phil doesn't want to be at the beach. Right. He doesn't yeah. want anything to do with the water. Uh, people are going to make you feel bad. But, dude, props to you. Good job. Hey. Seriously, you yeah, went you out there and you. Yeah, I'm sure. You did have done any. I'd have done the same for your kids and uh, for you, John. You'd have, oh, that's sweet. You would have just gave it. Gave I would not. Yeah, no, right. I, I would have beat Phil <laughs> if your kid was out. You off went, the shore, you beat him. I would have had to beat Phil to her and had candy when I got there. 
I need her to always like me more than Phil. Now, if yeah. Sully's out there, don't care. He's on his own. Dude. A shark could probably outswim A shark back. would love to eat Sully. That's terrible. A little hot dog. I, shoot, man, I don't how care. do they feel about dogs? Would they eat a dog on purpose, do you think? No, never. Just to see how old the dog was. <laughs> Does a spine show the same thing? Yeah. Uh, you have a weird dog or a dachshund. I mean, right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So here's here's the the driving home spiritual thought that hopefully will provoke us to have a little bit of weird faith, have uh, you know otherworldly supernatural faith, and that is this: even when we're embarrassed, we need help from other people, and it's yeah. okay yep. to ask for help. And that's a big thing right now with people, and, and really has probably been a big thing throughout history. Uh, but I think the tide is changing a little bit. Where especially men realize, yeah, you get that. The tide, the tide, the tide is changing. Uh, men realize, hopefully, that they can't just be alone and grit through their problems and make mm. it all better. Absolutely, and yep. we need to get to that place. I needed help. I would have ruined that situation. You'd have never saw us again, and uh, we'd be swimming with the fishes right now. Uh, but. Somebody was there that did their job and they came alongside of us and they helped us in a situation. And you know what? Even though it was a little bit embarrassing, it was definitely better than trying to kick and strive against the problem on my own. And a Bible verse that you're probably familiar with is Galatians 6.2 that says, Bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. We need community and we need to bear other people's burdens. But the important thing about that is for us to realize that I also need to allow other people the privilege to live out what Christ called them to do, which is to bear my burdens as well. It's I can't go and Josh to go, uh, go to Josh and say, "Hey, let me help you with that." And then when he tries to help me, I'm like, "Hey, I got this." Right. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, so one familiar way, I know you've recently moved right? and you've, uh, you know, had couches and, and wasn't, didn't you get beat up by like a elliptical machine or Dude. something? <laughs> right? Yeah. You yes. should see the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> you should see the elliptical. You at least were asking for help. You weren't trying to do it on your own. So four, four people carrying an elliptical out of the basement mm-hmm. and I'm on the bottom of it, walking up the stairs, holding on to it. And when all of a sudden the leg swung forward and hit me right in the side of the head, right above the eyebrow. And I thought in the moment as I hit the floor, go sliding down the stairs, don't pass out, don't pass out, don't pass out. <laughs> because I thought if I go down, those three guys are going to have to hold on to it. Right. If they let go, the things <laughs> fall on top of me, literally just put me out. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was a really bad day. Would you rather fight a grizzly bear or an elliptical? Um, <laughs> that's, yeah. Well, I walked away from the elliptical alive okay right bruised and battered but still alive well Hmm. here's the important thing to know that ellipticals actually never hurt people on purpose (laughs) wait that's not true have you ever like used one my hips always hurt yeah i'm usually usually in some pain when i get a one (laughs) too that's why i hate the thing it's just a slow burn kind of pain they don't they don't want to kill you right away but (laughs) so (laughs) they're gonna hurt you for years and years and years so you ask ask for help in that scenario but how many times have we seen somebody carry something and then be like, no, no, I got it. It's not even really that heavy. It's just awkward. It's, it's awkward. Yeah, it's not right, heavy. Because right. <laughs> I don't want you to think I'm a baby that right. can't carry this thing And that's exactly myself. what we do with our, you know, with our struggles, with our depression, mm. or uh, with some type of addiction. We think, I got this. Mm. I'm strong enough. 
hey, you don't have to be strong enough. Yep. You don't have to suffer on your own. God has made it so that you could allow other people to bear your burdens for you. Yeah. And uh, that's what our friends and our family are there for. And they might not always have the answers, but sometimes it's good to just allow somebody to carry that thing for a little while. And embarrassment is not a reason to drown, you know? And, and it's or not fall a, down the stairs with an elliptical on right. top of you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and it's not a reason for you to suffer silently without asking for help. Now, there are some important things to know that, uh, you know, just like that lifeguard saved Chloe and I, uh, although he pulled us in from the beach, he didn't carry us around the rest of our lives, right? <laughs> sure. So there is a <laughs> that problem. That would be awesome. Right. It would that, be awesome. <laughs> it would be fun. Yeah. I would look, he would gradually get even more in shape and I would gradually just Hold become- Hold on to him like a backpack. Yeah. <laughs> like Yoda. Like Yoda. Yeah, yeah, right, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but- you know, and, and we can't be codependent and just use one person constantly to try and ease our pain. We have to have a community of people. And spoiler alert, that's why God gave us the church. <gasps> no way. We're not supposed to walk alone. We're supposed to have a group and a community of people that maybe Josh is going through something the same time I'm going through something. So I instead go to Scott and, you know, talk to him. And and there is a spreading out of all of those different things. And also, it's important for us to know that it is a relationship of give and take. Mm. Yeah, I'm not absolutely. always the taker. Sometimes I'm the one that is helping that person uh, in their scenario as right. well. That's called a relationship. And so that's important for us to remember. What are you guys' thoughts on this? Yeah, I was thinking like, you know, you're talking about how like we're built, we're made to have community with each other. Uh, we talked the other day about how because we long for community and we long to be in relationships with people, we tend to see faces on things, right? Yeah, like, right. Like in the clouds, like, oh, hey, you know who that looks like? Or, you know, the, right. or on cars, right? All of a sudden you're you're looking at this car and the the headlights and the, the grill, like it's like, hey, that, it looks like that thing's smiling at me. Or even, uh, you know, a great example castaway right mm -hmm. tom hanks is yep. like i oh, need man. community with somebody so mm -hmm. there's wilson right he's Rest got his peace. his volleyball yeah. friend and he draws a face on him and because oh my gosh i'm gonna go nuts if i don't have some kind of right community so yep. uh, quick would you rather if i can interject okay all right so say you had drifted off and that lifeguard didn't save you mm -hmm. and you were found in the ocean or okay, so you drifted off. Would you rather wash up on an island with Tom Hanks and Wilson, right? Or would you rather be found by Captain Jack Sparrow mm. and pulled aboard the Black Pearl? But you have to be a pirate on a ship for the rest of your life. I think you probably have strong feelings about this. I do have strong feelings about this because have you ever been to Disney World? Mm, yeah, I have. one of the greatest rides at Disney World, especially Magic Kingdom, is Pirates of the Caribbean. Right, I've lived it. Yes. I've lived it. Wow. Right. right. So you're so I feel pirate. like I'm already prepared right. to live alongside Jack Sparrow. Yeah, I could I could handle the bad BO. I mean, the dude's got some problems, clearly. Right. He's not all there in the head. But he needs some help to handle. He, he always, needs to bear he always survives. Right. Yeah. Because he's constantly 
just drunk, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. I guess that's what's happening. I don't think that's the reason why. No, right. Not. No, not the reason why. But he's he, an alcoholic. He, and he's struggling. Yeah. yeah. And he needs to, you know, let he someone bear his community. burden. He needs me. Of Scott McClure. <laughs> that's right. If, dude, the whole movie would have changed. It if he had just been probably Scott had McClure. One movie, not five irrelevant ones. Yeah. yeah it yeah, would have yeah. been Jack Sparrow finds <laughs> the community he needs. Jack, you don't need to be known on track. as the greatest pirate ever. You can just go and live a life. Of of purpose, like a, as a chef, yeah, right, yeah, something yeah, else. But look, if, if this is all Martin about Martin. the other party and the one who finds you, or in the case of you know Tom Hanks, the one that you kind of find on accident, Tom Hanks needs somebody just as bad, right? I mean, he's he's got Wilson, but like, but what know, happens to Wilson if if he's if he if you wash up to see Tom Hanks? What happens to Wilson? Mm. He has a different life. No, yeah. he's still a trio. he becomes it's just a volleyball that it's you a trio pass around. <laughs> I still would respect the volleyball. You, you would, yeah, yeah. Wilson. Okay. Wilson has got Tom Hanks to that point and supported his soul up until the point that I got there. Oh, okay. We're not punting him into the ocean. Well, now though that you have three, <laughs> man, that really makes it a, a chance for drama. You know, oh yeah, Wilson is talking Wilson's to one person. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Threes are never good. <laughs> <laughs> the curse of three they'd probably start a podcast and it would be terrible <laughs> so that's the point though is that we need people and you need rescued when you are sinking whether you're sinking into de prayer uh de prayer depression de prayer, de prayer. and you need the prayer uh, uh whether you're seeking sinking into depression or uh some type of addiction or maybe just like a spiritual malaise right where right. you're just feeling uh, you know, dead and cold spiritually. Hey, it's okay. I do that sometimes. I've I've told these guys recently, like, hey, this something is bothering me, and I just need to tell somebody about it. So yeah. we went to Chick Fil A. Yeah, right. And, we, <laughs> and it's exactly always what happened. That's the thing too. You always think, like, I'm excited when you right. open up mm-hmm. and you're vulnerable with me about, hey, just kind of emotionally drained or right. this and this. I'm excited and, when you're depressed too. <laughs> It makes I me feel so it. much better about it. But no, I, I'm always so happy when a, a friend right. that I care about shares yeah. that stuff yeah. with me. But then we tend to think that we're the exception. And right. well, my burdens are going to be too heavy for them. And mm. or so I, I think we tend to hold on to too much because we. It almost know, seems it's like, like we think our problems right. are heavier and worse and or we're just embarrassed about it. Yeah, it always seems like there are, is no one I've ever met probably that has a, struck a good balance either. You never ask anybody for help or you only ask other people for help. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the church world, that can happen, you know, where uh, and you have to sometimes ask yourselves, like, are we actually helping this person or are they right. becoming dependent? And yeah. are we training them how to help themselves? And so we also, you know, that is a, a balance. But those of us that r- never do it shouldn't use that as an excuse yeah. to reach out to somebody. Because like you Absolutely. said, uh People are excited to be there for you when, especially you've been there for them in the past, because it's, again, it's this, uh, this give and take where I know that if I can be there for you now, hey, one day you're going to pay me back for this. Oh, yeah, for sure. And one day that felt really that moment right there. It felt like you really were. We just connected. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Sorry, Scott. It's okay. <laughs> that was a, I'm going to be there. For you. <laughs> I'll Next be time. there for you. When the rain starts to fall. <laughs> and someone out there wants to be there for you, too. And if you don't have those people in your life, hey, a lot of times it's because we don't reach out and we mm-hmm. isolate ourselves. Hey, I don't care if you're going to the park. I don't care if you, you find a coffee shop you go and sit in. 
you you find a set of people, you introduce yourself to them, you find things that you have in common. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why, as adults, we have completely lost the ability to make friends, but it's not that much harder than it was in the schoolyard. Yeah. You just go say, hey, you like swings? I like swings, too. Let's swing on the swings together. Yep. And uh, we need to get back to that place. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, if I could just share a quick story, uh, there was a time recently where I needed to ask for help and Phil was on the other end of that. So, uh, I, I have a bad habit of letting my gas tank get way too low before I make a decision to pull into a gas station and do something about it. So, uh, I was on the way back from a coffee shop or something the other day and, uh, had to call Phil because, I ran out of gas and in a terrible spot, I was like going over a bridge and had to pull up on this curb into this median in the middle yeah. and, and in between traffic coming through both sides and a pretty busy spot. Yeah. And you, know, you were pretty busy. embarrassed about that too. I be. was very embarrassed. Like <laughs> was, Scott said, I, sh- yeah. I should be. It was hard for you to call me. I could hear it in your voice. At first I was like, ah, you idiot. But then, <laughs> but then I, he was like, that's oh. what I said to myself. Right. Too. Yeah. Then I could hear he was actually like, you know, kind of, in his feelings about it or whatever you want to say. And so I had some gas in the uh, shed. And so I jumped in the, the car and I drove up and it was awesome because I just stuck my hand out on the left side and I could see Josh, you know, kind of looking at his phone because he was embarrassed, kind of oh, I was down in, in his Jeep. <laughs> and uh, so I handed it out the window and he, he saw me and he grabbed it out that as quick as he could. It was like an action movie. It was pretty awesome. I wish I had a video of that. Awesome. That that hand, handoff was mm-hmm. epic. It was yeah. legendary. It was great. Yeah, I, I was embarrassed about it and I started thinking. I you know, I went a few people in my head, should I ask this person? Should I ask this person? Oh my gosh, I'm gonna be so embarrassed. They're gonna make fun of me. And then but it, what are my options? Right? I could either Walk to a gas station, which would have taken forever. Right. Uh, buy a gas can there or something. Buy too. a gas yeah, can, right. get it back, or just carry it in little loads. Right. Back and forth. Right? <laughs> in your hands. No, I've got it like in my hoodie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> or just sit there and do nothing, or I could right. ask for help. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And obviously that makes the most sense. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, sometimes we, you know, we need to decide do I want to stay stranded? Do right. I want to stay in this position in my life where I'm alone? And can't do anything about it, or am I going to reach out for help and allow somebody to to bear those burdens with me and to walk alongside me? How we're designed to be, you know, yeah, in community. Absolutely. And that's the funny thing too. He was embarrassed, and I, uh, you know, came and brought him gas. And then when I pulled up next to him, once he got to the gas station, I showed him my fuel gauge and my light was on too. <laughs> so we know we need to know that you know all of our fuel gauge lights are on we're all a few we're, miles away from being right. out of gas we all yeah. have problems scott's probably got no gas right now actually this morning you said yeah. you had to go and get yeah, yeah. Oh, scott's got gas, I got gas. <laughs> <laughs> so guys we're so glad to have joined you today for our very first episode of weird faith our hope is that you can share this with somebody uh and it is a a good on-ramp into learning more about our faith. Uh, And that's the lesson today is to allow other people to bear your burdens and bear other people's burdens too. And if you don't have those relationships today, we want to challenge you to go and start conversations with people and learn about them, listen, and actually care about them. (laughs) Yeah, right? That should be an important piece of this. And Go out there and make some friends so that you can bear their burdens and they can bear your burdens. It would help us out as this is our very first episode. Yep. We're going to have many more. 
-hmm. Only if you do a couple things for us, you need to like and subscribe, whether it's on Facebook or on YouTube. Hit the notification thing, so now every time we pop into your uh, YouTube algorithm, we'll show up on your feed, and you get to hear us ramble on about Wilson and bears. (laughs) So that'd be awesome. We got a lot of things, fun things in store. A lot of things on my Uh, mind. You be honest. I, I giggled whenever he read the scripture earlier, bear one another's burdens <laughs> and so fulfill the law. I really want to make a, a bear pun. But yeah, right, yeah. Bears have come up almost as much as sharks. That's true. That's uh, very Well, good. that's an important part bears. of this. Yeah, right, yeah. That's an important part of this is we want to build not just uh, you know, a thing where you watch us, but we want to interact with you yep. and we want to have community with you. And so one, if you are struggling in some way, we'd love to be able to pray with you. If you want to private message us, uh, or we also want you to join in on the fun. So there's two things we want you to do. One, we want you to give us ideas on themes that we can bring to the show. Today was sharks, and that led to a story about me almost drowning and then into a devotional thought. And so we want you to be able to uh, contribute to that. And uh, also, at the end of every show... We want you to vote on who was the weirdest in that show. So you drop that down in the comment of who said the weirdest thing, look the weirdest, uh, maybe just in general. Maybe I'll win every single week. Uh, I'm not sure. I very well could be. We'll vote him up. But the next episode, we will uh, have that weird award winner. Weird award winner. Just the weirdo. Yeah, the weirdo award. And we've talked about having a weird wheel. Yeah. Uh, somebody has to spin and do you know whatever is prompted on the the wheel. So maybe whoever's weirdest spins the wheel, the weird wheel, the next time. I like it. Yep. Yeah, I like. We'll that for sure too. get we'll them do to do something crazy uh, this next episode. That'll be fun, and uh, so we're excited about it. Thank yeah, you so much absolutely. for joining us, and uh, we will see you next time on Weird Faith.